Tiffany, do you know what today is? October 28th. The most wonderful time of the year. Oh, the day I was cut out of my mother's belly. (laughs) The ghost with the most, babe. Oh my god, you're disgusting. (laughs) Um, Anyway, there are few things that are more iconic than the Sanderson sisters. Another glorious morning. Makes me sick. Yes, like there's Father Christmas, Johnny Appleseed, Paul Bunyan and his blue pepper. Okay, just ignore Tiffany. If you hadn't figured it out by now, it's a spooked up Halloween episode. Okay, so what's your go-to Halloween costume? I feel like people either gravitate towards scary, funny, sexy, or just like stupid and lazy. In girl world, Halloween is the one night a year when a girl can dress like a total slut and no other girls can say anything about it. It's usually an ugly, scary man. Tiffany, 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 Tiffany. I said Halloween costume, not just like, (laughs) your look. Use your ears. Okay, thank you. I guess I deserve to hear the truth. Um, no, but really, every Halloween outfit I can think of has been an unattractive dude. Like, when I went to your Halloween parties so, so many years ago, I went as a gangster with cornrows, yeah, cornrows, and like a grill. Last year, I was Snoop Dogg from Bones, and the year before that, I was Chief Whitaker from Stranger Things. By the way, none of these men are ugly. I bring the ugly. (laughs) Hold on. More importantly, I forget. Were you are you allowed Halloween as a child? Like I know your family's into like religion and all that. <laughs> like officially, uh, where was that? Were you allowed to let Satan into your home for a night? Wow. Okay. Um, I'm done. Uh, no, my parents were against us dressing up and going out, um, but they did buy candy and let us give it out at the door. Well, that's fair. I mean, I'm not here to judge. Like. Carmen did what Carmen thought was best. Oh, yeah, she always does. But, you know, like, strangely enough, one year my mother was going through, like, the spirit of the holidays or something. And she decorated our home with pumpkins and stuff. We had a Halloween party and she let us dress up and she invited the family. Like, it was crazy. My sister and I were like, what is going on? I mean, ever since then, we've been having Halloween parties and no one in my family seems to care. Like, they don't remember our past. <laughs> I think what happened is that, like, they realized Satan did not have to enter your home on all hollows eve oh my parents never realized that really okay oh no like i mean we celebrate halloween every year since i was a child what was your go-to halloween outfit um okay when i was a wee one i like to be animals oh, they're um, so cute. and i got very into ninjas as every white child from the 90s did oh my <laughs> oh oh my god okay i don't think ira's gonna appreciate this <laughs> okay ira and i i think like our second date he told me that when he was really little this was before people you know started fully using their brains and recognizing things (laughs) his parents just dressed him up as an arab like just an arab that was his costume wait no 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 that's terrible so my point is Hey, I felt like we were closer after that, but at least at least I don't have any of those like embarrassing stories. But yeah, I got really into ninjas and Sailor Moon and just like anything Japanese I could get my grubby little hands on. But uh, then in middle school, I pretty much always gone for something funny. Like basically when I was a somewhat fully formed adult and 
a lot of years I do like multiple costumes because there's like a funny costume for trick-or-treating, you know, when you're still 20. And then the costume you'd wear at a party is, you know, boys and underage yes. drinking would be. Not that I ever did that. Of course. <laughs> but those are also funny. Like, I don't know. I would be things like sexy where's Waldo or sexy Monopoly man or kind of like you, just like any weird character I could be a man. Okay, Lauren, I'm sorry. Sex. I have to interrupt you. Um, could you explain to me in detail how you sexify the Monopoly man? Bruh. I was like 17 when I did this. You just get yourself a top hat and a cane, and a mustache, like all the major parts of the Monopoly man. Then, instead of a tuxedo, you wear booty shorts with suspenders and a blazer if it's cold. Sexy Monopoly man. Okay. You know, I just don't know about the handlebar mustache, Oh, no, 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 boy. People will still kiss you. I can tell you that. <laughs> you know, I don't doubt it one bit. I mean, people are. But, I mean, it's clear to see that oh, no. neither one of us went for scary or grasped the opportunity to oh, be, no. like, a true sex goddess <laughs> on the one night of the year where it's supposed to be a-okay. I mean, why is that? Why sexy Monopoly Man and not sexy Candy Cane from, like, oh, Candyland? Snoop Dogg. Uh, <laughs> oh! I guess for me, I've... I mean, honestly, like, if I really think about it, I've never really felt completely comfortable just like going for it mm-hmm. uh actually this year i considered doing cammy from street fighter for a while because a she's a badass b i would look hot <laughs> c i love street fighter i guess it's more of like a than b but anyway keep in mind when i lived in michigan it is cold in october oh, like i can't be walking around in knee highs and a green bodysuit there is that is like that is literally how you die uh, how's the phrase go? Does it isn't it like hoes don't get cold? Um, it's a hoe never gets cold, <gasps> and they do. It's a front. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's funny to me though that we specifically use this day first originated to honor the deceased. I mean, thank you, Disney's Pixar, Coco. You've taught us a lot <laughs> to have our free pass to dress like sexy Harry Potter or sexy or nurse, just like the History Channel, <laughs> <laughs> or just a bunny. <laughs> and by bunny, I mean a Playboy bunny, of course. Like, come on. And I mean, what's that quote from um, Mean Girls? It's like, uh, Halloween is the one night a year mm. when a girl can dress like a slut and no mm. other girl can say anything yeah. or something like that. I mean, which then leads us to beg the question, what is a slut? And why do we only get one free pass a year? Because our society's literally been so tangled in its own weave of straight white men, mm-hmm. we probably just doomed ourselves. <laughs> I mean... I don't think we can win, honestly. The problem is you get a pass, but that pass comes with strings. Mm-hmm. Like, if you dress up as a sexy rabbit or whatever the junk your ears dub you, you literally almost always get some creep who's like, hey, little bunny, I got a carrot for you. Ooh, can I pet your fur? Oh, gross. <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know. I just, it drives me nuts because it's like he just feels like he can grab your tits just because they're out. I know, they're such bloody creeps. I mean, these men never dress sexy. It's either scary, funny, or cool for them. Like, I'm just going to wear this red nose with my skinny jeans and white tee because I'm trying, but not really. I I think we're being quite daring when we actually decide to walk around with our whole behinds out because we want to. (laughs) Then again, I never do because I don't think I can pull off truly being sexy. Like, my measurements are 28, 24, 34. I'm no Betty Boop. (laughs) 
You just put that out there. And also, that's dumb of you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, not to be the a-hole right now, but, like, I know I can be truly sexy. My problem is, like, the same reason I don't yell at men who catcall me in the street. This is a much more elaborate problem, but um, I just don't want to get murdered. Like, mm, I yes. literally, when I get yelled at, it's like, you have 0.5 seconds to uh, size you up. Like, can I A? take you if you try to come at me b mm-hmm. could you follow me home slash find out where i live and see do you seem like you have a weapon on you that would really turn the tables and by the time it's <laughs> c it's like i'm down the road i'm practically home it's really not worth turning around lauren that is so horrible yeah but that's oh. life that's it that is real life <laughs> oh, gosh <laughs> and honestly when you think about the fact that you need to always think twice as a woman when wearing certain things that's just uh, or just like walking down the street on an eight, like after 8 p.m. on a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like when the sun goes down and night falls, it's like, girl, you better get home before you get raped. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, I know we're like laughing and being terrible people, but like, that is awful. Like, this, the, like, this podcast is depressing me. <laughs> you know, like, you don't know you could be sexy and I can't walk down a street without gripping keys between my knuckles. <laughs> All right. Let's. Let's move on, because this is awfully depressing. depressing. <laughs> Let's talk about girls who dress sexy 365 days out of the year. I mean, we'll feel better talking about injustices maybe in the day. I don't think we will. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I was reading this article in Nylon about Haley Williams of Paramore, apologizing for her line in Misery Business. And the line is, once a whore, you're nothing more. I'm sorry, that will never change. Now, I must have sung that line a hundred times. I never thought about what I was saying. So it was interesting to see that about a decade later, <laughs> she's called out for it. This is slut shaming, right? Yeah, that's slut shaming. And we're all guilty of it. But do you think that we're being like too sensitive? I mean, maybe some girls are just whores. Yeah. Is it slut shaming? Would <laughs> we'll we call a man a whore? Speak well, to me, Lord. Give me the answers. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that using the word alone means you're automatically slut-shaming. But allow me to be clear. It is, you know, if you look at the stem, the root, the intent of the word, it is obscene that it was created to shame women for wanting to have sex, which is disgusting. That's absurd. That there is no male equivalent to that. All these words are specifically directed towards women. And yes, you could say that there's man-whore, but no, it's, it's not the same thing. But... I can say, and I'm, I'm very fortunate not to say, I know this is not at all the case for everybody. For me, like in my high school with my friends, with my family, like my circle, it was never really used for that. It was more of a playful term of endearment almost. Um, a lot of this is context. Like if a girl who knew my boyfriend and I were in a relationship or a man, mm. Anyone really mm-hmm. knew we were in a relationship. We weren't inviting anyone else. He's made it clear he's not interested in said person's advances, but they did some shady shit to piss me off like, come over and sit in his lap and try and like do the deed. I may, in the heat of the moment, probably not because I'm a sissy, <laughs> but may. Just call her a slut while I'm taking my earrings out. But, you know. Okay. So (laughs) you're saying that when used in its appropriate context, calling someone a whore is okay. I mean, like, definition, like, words are words. We have the English language for a reason. That's why they're there. Okay. I 
can see that. I, but when you call me a skank out of love, that's basically like taking back the word. I mean, I know some people are against that idea of reclaiming words designed to malign, but like, what I do you mean, think? This may be something I regret like saying in later life <laughs> when I'm more grown and educated. But at this point, I don't even really see it as yeah. me reclaiming. It's, I don't know. I never, I never grew up in a place or a home that it was like a bad thing if you had sex with multiple people like it is absurd to me that when a guy does that it's a good thing when a girl does that it's a negative thing that's then that's the thing to me it's like i guess i don't quite make any sense Mm -hmm. because i just said if a girl or a person did that i might be like yo skank and like rip her a new one but at the same time you know a girl that just likes to get freaky in my opinion is not a slut like it's not a bad thing it's when you're being malicious and using sex or you know like your appeal to be an asshole <laughs> like that's that's just the definition that's a relative word and when i say it to like you if it's meant positively it's not exactly the same meaning i don't think i I don't really know if i'm making sense but it's just like if you're using it to shame women for their sexuality then just like like gtfo at my house (laughs) right get out i it's so unfortunate because like we're we are so burdened with the thousands of years like Mm-hmm. I don't even know, like, of misusing these words, that when we use them, others get offended. Like, for instance, um, at work, this girl, she called me a hoe, and I was shook. <laughs> like, my whole being was like, what? Why? Me? I haven't. I don't know. I mean, and then I realized she was calling me this affectionately. <laughs> like, oh, it took a while for cool, me to cool. thaw out, but now we have the hook club and an anthem, and we are recruiting. So, you know, if you want to join. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, so I guess I'm cool being called this because I know that no one thinks I am a whore. I'm too prudish. Like, I know that what I've done in life can be counted on my pinky. However, this leads, like, into the dilemma <laughs> that, you know, we have women being open and honest about their sexuality. So why am I only okay with being called a whore because I know everyone thinks of me as innocent and demure? Isn't that kind of, I'm like, I'm always, I'm kind of being shady, right? Because there's something wrong with your tiny little brain. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, oh. I don't know. I know I can't, I can't speak for everyone. I'm not saying that. Like, I obviously understand for you, that's valid. I agree. I concur. Even though that's not the life I've lived like I've grown up with siblings like my sisters just used to call me like I'm like 10 they'd be like hey whore get (laughs) over here you know so I don't know I guess I've never really been offended by someone calling me that but I also don't think I've really had it been said to myself in a negative way at least like my face Uh, (laughs) like I've had times where I get dressed up I'm about to go to a club and my friend is like oh you're looking slutty and like slaps my ass and I you know it's a good thing because just like yeah you know like I'm getting my vitamin D later it's gonna be fine but (laughs) I mean let your freak flag fly my dudes Ooh, what a tongue twister and speaking of freak flags we'll be back in just a minute after a word from our sponsors Do you know what season it is? Get chunky season, otherwise known as autumn. Well, yes, but also basketball season. Ah, I know where to go to get all my basketball paraphernalia. 
trailblazing.net. Wow, sounds like they're serving basketball culture beyond the court, which is very convenient if you're short on this year's Halloween costume or need a gift for the upcoming holiday season. And we have a coupon code so that you can buy those courtside tickets and wear your gear. Type in your place or mine 10 and get 10% off your next purchase. You're welcome. <laughs> I guess that in a way we've reclaimed the word because we use it to mean several different things while also being aware that you cannot, you know, use it negatively without just cause. But when people say like things like you're dressing like a hoe or what did you expect? You're dressed like a hoe. That's when the, the oh yeah, you know, I will elbow it, someone the issue arises in their face if they try and pull up. Well, this happened because of the way you were dressed. Like no. Homie, this is 2018. People, right? we have moved past this. It's been 15 years. We've been fighting for our society to stop telling women how to dress and start telling boys to keep their dicks in their pants. Amen to that, sister. You also could say women keeping their vagina. I, I know women do it too, mm. but okay. primarily my truth. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That's true. We'll get to your episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> when we shame you too. Okay. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, speaking of my sister, um, my actual sibling, she has ample bosoms. But when she was younger, and even now, like, there is nothing she can wear, save a burqa, that are hiding those, you know? When she would wear a dress with even a little bit of cleavage, she'd be told by other men that she should really cover up because her dress will tempt men. Sorry, one second. (laughs) I have to retch. People, this is not a (laughs) This is Tiffany's (laughs) reaction. There is no cat in the room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she should have just slapped them across their face with her one giant tit. And, Ooh. like, not in a good way. Just literally, like, a painful slap I mean, right across. the creeps would probably enjoy it. It's, ugh. So, like, now she's feeling uncomfortable whenever she has cleavage. And, I mean, how dare you tell me that I need to do something because you cannot control yourself? Excuse the sense and clarity out of me. I mean, really? Yeah, and it's also about something that she can't control. Like, that's how her body looks. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's a whole other thing. This episode is apparently all kinds of sad. And it does kind of get back to what we were talking about earlier is that it makes women feel like they can't be sexy and it's a bad thing because when we're hassled, you know, and this to me is that I don't want to, I don't want to dress up a certain way because I don't want to deal with the aftermath. Like, fuck you. I didn't ask for sacks of fat on my chest. Like, back up. And I mean, I'm saying that, like, I do ask for that a lot. Like, I, I actually would, I'm, I would take some if you're offering, but <laughs> I guess... What I'm hoping is does happen if we're reclaiming words, if this has already happened, if it's all a thing. You know, it's not as much about the word as our attitude. Like, you can wear whatever you want. And if anyone looks at you funny, like woman, man, dog, you know, just like, yeah, slap them with your ghost tit. Even if it's not big, just get a plastic one, keep it in your purse for situations such as this. <laughs> Sacks of fat in my chest. I love that. Yeah, that's literally what they are. <laughs> I mean, you're into them, I'm into them. Everybody's into them, but they're sacks of fat. Of course, they're nice. <laughs> and I must tell you right now, actually, my sacks of fat are less deflated today. Like, mm-hmm. I'm actually very happy. And I think it's because I'm on my period. But they're steadily coming back. <laughs> A country away, and yet we are still on the same schedule. College okay. really held out. <laughs> but anyways, I was going to say that... You know, for a day that's supposed to be the most wonderful time of the year, we got real dark. You know, this conversation has made a turn for the worst. It's like the worst. 
So, Lauren, what shall we do to make sure that our audience doesn't go grab a bag of Snickers and hide out under their covers on All Hallows Eve? Well, other than reminding yourself that Will Smith is a man. He has Mm, male genitalia. Yet, Mm. seems to be intelligent and caring. And, like, whenever he posts about his daughter or his wife, I'm just like, yeah, Will Smith! Like, you got us! It's okay! (laughs) You holding it down! Uh, So, other than that, remember that there's good ones out there. But I do think, like, you know, while this crap is going on... Okay, let me actually... Let me me back up. Let me paraphrase this. I... Mm-hmm. It drives me nuts. It is in no way. It is in no way a woman's job to literally do more work in explaining things to you. Like, literally, I was just harassed. And now you expect me to, like, bust a freaking lesson out for you? No, no, no. Like, do I have to woman's explain? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> like, I'm not saying that it's women's job in any way to do this. But, you know, especially with, like, the Me Too movement going on with all these, like, trials and, you know, very depressing things but if it's on tv it gets brought up and it gets brought up at work in family conversations and while that can be tense i do think that this is a time no matter how small or large your story or your experience or whatever that may be to just start spreading awareness and education and especially to men because you know like they don't go through the same thing and there are overlapping boundaries but to some degree how do we expect them to just know if for the most part we're not we're not having the same experience You know, I think you're completely right. I mean, I was going to talk to a male friend today about a particularly female problem. And then I was like, why the hell would I do that? I mean, I have girlfriends for that. Like, shit. (laughs) But (laughs) I think often we exclude men from our private health Mm -hmm. and then agonize when they don't understand. It's like, it doesn't make, like, while yes i could talk to a girl and she would probably understand more and we could you know just root it out and rant it out together sometimes it's good to tell men these you know about these situations so that they can have especially if they're i mean like especially if they're close to you in any way wouldn't you want to share your your intimate things with it like even if it's if it's like quote-unquote womanly or whatever or feminine i think it's important to share that with them i mean granted most of the time they don't have the reaction we're looking for and if you want more about that see every christy needs a barbie our first podcast for more for more information wow wish i had my air horn <laughs> but i think we should try it out you know we should try talking to them yeah i mean i was listening to this youtuber the other day who okay normally i don't really watch not it's like anything bad i'm just not really her target demographic but she's currently pregnant and for whatever reason because of that although i have no interest in children youtube is like lauren you would enjoy this which i youtube is trying to hint at you they're like you should have a baby yeah apparently (laughs) (laughs) anyway so she's not this is even like this is too lightly put when I say she's not having an easy pregnancy. I mean, she's like struggling. This is terrible. It is awful. Like she is killing the game, making it through. And I that's probably why I keep watching these because I just I don't know. I feel for this woman. Like not that I've ever experienced that, but you know, I hear I have ovaries, oh, and so. it reminds you every month, <laughs> every time. Yes, we speak. So anyway, her pregnancy (laughs) has just been a really big struggle and she's making videos and putting on the internet, which I think is great because how like I didn't know all the stuff that she's going through. And I do think that people as to me is like we make it out to be something that it isn't for everybody. And then it makes people feel bad or blah, blah, blah. Anyway, amongst all of these terrible, terrible comments, the internet is leaving her. Mm. One that she gets a lot is like you shouldn't put videos like this online because what if your son sees them one day, which is just 
one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. And I really loved her response, which to paraphrase was something like, I would tell him the same thing I'm saying in this video is it's not your fault, but I would want him to see this video so that he knows what women go through. And I was just there like emotionally clapping alone in my room. Like, yes, yes, woman go tell those 12 year olds online. You tell them. <laughs> those 12 year old trolls. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Oh, yes. Because, I mean, we no longer live in the Stone Age where men go into another room while the woman pops a life into the world. I mean, come on. They're right there next to us, are they not? I mean, when my guy friend was um, just hitting puberty, his mother had him watch a video about, the about you know, how the man's body changes and what they're going to go through, blah, blah, blah. And then she had him watch a video about women and what they have to go through. Well, and how good right. job, I Mama. Was like, good job, Deirdre. Good job, <laughs> Deirdre. Deirdre. Yeah. I mean, I think that's an excellent idea. I mean, throughout history, it's been understood that the more you learn about a person, the easier it is to understand them. Yeah, and just to, like have empathy and not be an asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> number one, I mean, don't be an asshole. <laughs> like there, it's always kind of like a cliche in movies and tv to be like oh well i you know i'm a boy but i had lots of sisters so i know more mm. and there is that cliche but i do think that to some degree that saying something is if you grow up in a more diverse area you're less likely to be a d-bag like yeah <laughs> you know the more experience <laughs> you have and the more that you can understand all this stuff so i guess i guess to end this on somewhat a positive note, if anything, is just use all this crap as kind of a learning experience or an educational opportunity, mm -hmm. if you will. Like, if you ask any woman, if she, any woman, pull a rando, the male, off the road, <laughs> ask her if she's had a sexual harassment story or experience, I guarantee you, to some degree, she has one. And with all the stuff coming up in the news lately, and, you know, like, I I've heard so many myself. And I think that as women, we tend to tell each other, but it is kind of uncomfortable, and I understand to tell men, and that might not be your time or place, but I guess my point is that we need to start speaking up, you know, and that, I guess, wow, now that I'm saying this out loud, is the entire point of the Me Too movement. Wow, Lauren, you cracked the code. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Reinforce. Use this as a time to be like, Dad, have you talked to your sisters about this? Like, what about Aunt blah, blah, blah? Like, I, she told me this stuff, you know, like, brother, are you aware it's important to be educated and not an asshole? Huh? Number one rule, don't be an asshole. Yeah, Good job, Lauren. Your intelligence astounds <laughs> me. Your stuttering intelligence is astounding. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I don't know about you, but I'm going to be a damn sexy Snoop Dogg <laughs> this Halloween, okay? Because I feel liberated. Okay? <laughs> so I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to straighten my hair. I'm going to draw on a mustache and a goatee. I'm going to put on a leather skirt. Short. Thank you. And a bustier. And then a jacket because it'll be cold because I live in New Jersey. Also, you and didn't describe <laughs> Snoop Dogg at all. Like, we... No, because it straightened was, my hair. Like, maybe... Oh, like, yeah. there was no... <laughs> Like, you're right okay whatever right. get your get your, no, your sexy right. snoop dog on i <laughs> i'm just gonna be a big giant sexy plastic boob to have all the ladies backs oh. anybody looks at you i'll slap them with my whole body don't worry girls i got you this <laughs> halloween 2018 good night <laughs>
welcome goodbye it's been fun your place are mine oh my god see you next week ta-ta